When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173 or visit buylegacygold.com. A binge-worthy show about Jesus? The Chosen Season 3 is here. Come and see what the buzz is about. The Chosen explores the imperfect and messy relationships of real humans following Jesus. All Season 3 episodes are available now. Stream every episode for free. Plus, watch exclusive content like The After Show, only in the new Chosen app. Download the Chosen app on mobile and TV streaming devices. Visit BingeJesus.com to learn more. All right, a heads up that the Moist Line is tomorrow. We're still taking your calls. Use the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon to connect with the Moist Line, or call the toll-free number. You want to dial it up, it's 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Oh, a big story this morning was that it finally happened that the WNBA player Brittany Griner, who was detained in Russia back in February for having drug power of paraphernalia in her luggage, is on her way back. To the United States, they did the prisoner exchange that was long talked about months ago involving a Russian arms dealer by the name of Victor Boot. Uh, Victor Boot is uh, 
a death machine. I, there's no way to put it. He's known as the Merchant well, of Death. We'll see what Brad Garrett knows about him. We're gonna we're gonna talk in detail about his uh, criminal career. Put Brad Garrett on first from ABC News. He's the yeah, crime he's and, a crime and terror, terror analyst. analyst. Uh, Brad, how are you? Uh, excellent, thank you. Uh, uh, describe describe uh, Victor Boot because most so people Victor, have never heard of him. Right, Victor Boot is an international arms dealer that is just notorious in the world of people who track who traffic in international arms. In other words, to, to those of us who look at this stuff, we've known about Victor Boot long before he ever got arrested. Um, supplying surface-to-air missiles and any other weapon you can think of to rogue terrorist groups in Africa, to Libya. It just goes on and on. And in his, when he was tried in a federal court in Manhattan, I think the government even argued that he well could have been responsible for the deaths of some Americans because of what he supplied to various groups around the world. So the idea that he's now out of prison, I think, you know, it, I wouldn't want him out of prison. I would have had a lot of consternation about releasing him. However, I get why we swapped him for Brittany Griner. I mean, Brittany Griner should have never been in jail. Um, and if you want me to guess, I wouldn't be surprised if the orchestration of her conviction was to put her in a position to use her as a pawn at some point, like they did in the last couple of days. So, you know, is it an equitable swap? The answer is no. But you can't look at it that way. I mean, politics and so many other things play into why we do these prisoner swaps. Why is Victor Boot important to the Russians? Well, I mean, Victor Boot's apparently it's hard to verify Victor Boot's background that but it's been reported that he was in had been in the uh, Russian army uh, as an officer, um, maybe as high up as a colonel. Uh, that he was in the Russian uh, intelligence service, which w- neither one of those would surprise me. Putin has apparently wanted him back. I- I've read that Putin even financed some of his defense lawyers during his trial in Manhattan. So, you know, he- Putin really wanted him. And now for what reason? I don't know. Is it possible um, he knows something that Putin wants to find out concerning U.S. operations or anything like that? Or Well... My guess is that's remote, but who knows? But who knows? You know, he's been locked up since 2008. You know, the DEA in a sting lured him to Bangkok, Thailand, um, and then thinking he was going to sell surface-to-air missiles to some folks when, well, they were undercover DEA agents. The He was arrested and then ultimately extradited to the U.S. and then stood trial and was convicted. Do, do you know if there was any reluctance in the Biden administration to make this deal? I mean, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, if I would have been in the room, would I have raised a lot of issues about Victor Boot? The answer is yes. And I'm sure they did. I mean, this this had to be not an easy thing to do, um, considering who you're going to release Obviously, everyone believes that Brittany Griner should have been sent home. There's just, you know, there's no question about that. And thank goodness that she, she has been. But when you look at this, the Victor Boots side of this, you know, it's that's a tough call. How He's 55. How likely is he going to yeah, get back in the game? 
who knows? I mean, that could be facilitated by Putin, um, you know, as long as he continues to operate within Russia, uh, he would be fine. Um, you know, there are some talking heads today that said they thought that he wouldn't be able to get back in the game. I just don't buy that. Um, and so we'll have to see. We'll have to see if, again, we might be chasing him down the road. Does he, he operate for the Russian government or on his own as just an entrepreneur? Uh, I Probably both. I don't think that you can operate independently in Russia at the level he operated in. I mean, he, you know, the deal with the oligarchs was, yes, you could become a gazillionaire, but you also have to make me, me, Putin, a gazillionaire, right. which he yeah. is. Yeah. So my guess is the same sort of version of that probably was so, cut with Putin. So was Putin supplying the uh, surface-to-air missiles for Boot to sell to all these rebel armies and warlords? It's it's unclear. I mean, there, there's been some argument of that. I don't know. And my guess is the FBI may well know the answer to that question, along with other intelligence agencies around the world. But I, 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 can't, I don't know the answer to that as we speak. What do you think was the breaking point that this deal finally happened? It's been talked about for months. Well, you know, these things are always done via the lens of politics. I mean, did it? Uh, let's go to Putin's side. Did, did Putin decide, okay, we've got her convicted. She got nine years. She's in a penal colony. Um, but I really want Victor Boot back. So now I'm willing, now that they've, quote, unquote, prosecuted her, um, that in their eyes makes her more of a, a better tool to negotiate a swap. And, it, you know, and he's telling the Russian people that we're not going to tolerate these Americans coming in here with drugs. So there's all that sort of flutter. Uh, from our side of it, you know, I don't know. I mean, it did happen after the midterms. Was that designed that way? Don't know. It's hard to say. You mentioned if, early on that uh, the whole Griner case may have been orchestrated by the Russian government to lead to this point. Uh, are, is that suggesting that the drugs were planted on Griner or that? No, I think she's admitted that she had them. I, I don't think, let me be clear. Do I think that they just front loaded arresting her? And the answer is no. I think it became an opportunity. She showed up. She's a high-profile basketball player. She was invited to Russia to play basketball during the WNBA offseason. I think they paid her like a million dollars to come there and play because she's so good and talented. So you, you have that, but then they had this opportunity of her leaving the country to come back here, and they find you know, these vials of, of basically liquid marijuana, I guess is what it is, mm-hmm. um, that she had a prescription, but obviously that doesn't carry any weight in Russia. So I'm only suggesting that created the opportunity to maybe go, ah, look what we have now. And then once she got into the system, you know, I can see from their eyes how she's an appealing candidate to use in a prisoner swap. What about Paul Whelan? That's the former Marine who got detained four years ago being accused of espionage. Well, uh, what's going to happen to him? He, and... I, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the problem with that case is they've convicted him of, of being a spy, basically. And true or not, I don't really know the answer to that. Uh, they're going to look at that in, in a much harder light than they would be a, a Brittany Griner, who basically you know, had nothing but a positive relationship with Russia until this incident at the airport. Right. 
and, and she had drugs on her versus this man who they think was a spy. All right, Brad, okay. thank you very much. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Take care. Uh, that's uh, Brad Garrett, ABC News uh, terror analyst. On the trade, the swap, Brittany Griner, the WNBA player, is on her way home. And in return, the U.S. gave an arms dealer back to Russia by the name of Victor Boot. I heard an attorney that apparently is like the Russian attorney for Brittany Griner. Mm-hmm. They have somebody over there. Because when I was reading the, the sentences or his quotes, that was in rough English, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he was saying that they think that Whalen, uh, because he was in the military, he can put up with a longer time in custody, whereas they thought that, uh, and he actually did say, and because she's a female, we just thought she might be more vulnerable, and this is somebody that we thought, you know, I think the idea was originally to get Whalen and Griner that was for the, Victor Booth. That was the deal that America asked for. Right. But uh, Russia said no. And, uh, you know, they still have a, they have a big chip they could use for something else. Right. Apparently, remember good old John Bolton, who used to be in the Trump administration for a short time, as most people were. He said that Trump turned down a Victor Boot for Paul Whelan prisoner swap when Trump was president, probably because they didn't want They're, Victor Boot to be a free man. You know, man. <laughs> if you're just judging the morality of it, you wouldn't trade Victor Boot for anybody. <laughs> it's hard to find. I, I don't know if you could find an American who's contributed to more death in the world than Victor Boot has uh, with his arms dealing business. Well, we'll talk more about that in detail when we return. Again, nicknamed the Merchant of Death. A Russian arms dealer is the man that goes back to Russia. Uh, Brittany Greiner comes home. Johnny Ken KFI AM 640 live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. That was just, I told you, I was reading about this Russian lawyer who was speaking to American media about the release of Brittany Greiner and the prisoner exchange for this arms dealer, Victor Boot. And he expressed confidence that Paul Whalen will be released in the next couple of months. How, I don't know. But he was laying out why Griner was the deal, although we told you the Americans apparently wanted to get both Whalen and Griner in exchange for Victor Boot, but the Russians wouldn't go for that. And he was just saying that she was picked because of the circumstances of her detention, but you'll get Whalen back. I I think the rest of us have been warned, don't go to Russia. You can't trust them. You don't know what's going to happen. I was yeah. nervous as hell the three days I spent inside Russia. I've always wanted to go there. I was a little bit nervous when I went to China, only because I know they have a lot of surveillance. Well, Not that I was up to anything, but it's just weird. Well, you should go. I'll pack for you. Uh, right now, I should go to Russia? Yeah, I should go to Russia now. Yeah, Why don't you join me? Let's <laughs> you send you to Iran. Tell me you're Ukrainian. <laughs> He's a Ukrainian pot smoker. Uh, we're going to spend a few more minutes on Victor Boot. The man who is now back in the hands of the Russians. Uh, They caught him in a sting operation at a luxury hotel in Thailand in 2008. A notorious arms dealer. Uh, His weapon sales apparently have fueled conflicts around the world, uh, according to many reports on him. There is a guy named Douglas Farah. He's written a biography of Boot. And if there was an arms embargo, according to the National Review, Boot flouted it. Liberia, Afghanistan, Sierra, Congo, Libya, wherever there was a dictator or a warlord who needed weapons to mow down his enemies or suppress a suffering population, Boot was there to make a profit off of bloodshed. So Douglas Farah, the biographer, I'm going to quote him. He 
Boot is responsible for enabling murderous groups to kidnap and train thousands of child soldiers. Use rape as a systematic method of terror and control. Torture through the mass amputations of arms, legs, ears, and lips. He didn't actually do that. He just, you know, sold the weapons uh, to groups that do that. Lips! And um, uh, Farah, Farah says he covered the wars and the victims of Boots weapons trade. And he said there are no words to describe the toll of Boots activities on thousands of people. From armless child amputees in refugee camps to scorched rural hamlets burned to the ground. Burned to the ground by children traumatized into killing their own families. What? Where this, is this? This was in places like Sierra Leone, Liberia, and and the Congo. Oh. You know, a lot of African nations. And that's how Boot made his money. I don't know where a guy buys surface-to-air missiles, the broker on the uh, the world market, but he was able to. He uh, he got nabbed because DEA people had informants, and they went undercover. And in 2008 at a hotel in Thailand, they were pretending to be with the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia. And uh, Boot was prepared to provide the group with $20 million worth of uh, now, uh, Service-to-air missiles, machine guns, sniper rifles, and 10 million rounds of ammunition, five tons of plastic explosives. That's a deal that they nabbed him on he was willing to make back in uh, 2008. He gave stuff to al-Qaeda. He helped uh, it, uh, the, the Taliban in Afghanistan. Obviously, along the way, must have, been, must have killed Americans. Well, I, I could not—if if I'm Biden, not that Biden even knows this happened today, I could not possibly— trade this guy for Brittany Griner. I couldn't do it. Yeah, wasn't there anybody else we have? Uh, he was serving a 25-year sentence after being well. convicted in 2011 of conspiracy to kill Americans, conspiracy to deliver anti-aircraft missiles, and aiding a terrorist organization. Well, this is the guy they wanted. That's the issue. Right. They were just folding their arms and saying, it's boot or nobody. They might be 20 other guys. But and that's why rest- we came back and said, can you give us Whalen too? No. Like this, you take your basketball player back, or that's it. This is foul. That's probably why this dragged on for months. Yeah, because uh, he was convicted in a New York jury on four counts, including conspiring to kill American citizens. That's yeah. uh, 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 the attorney general at the time, and this was Obama's wiener, Eric Holder, said that Boot was one of the most prolific arms dealers. Even the Obama crowd was appalled and disgusted by him. They think that Boot also works for Russian intelligence agencies, that he might be a member of Russia's military intelligence agency known as GRU. Now, if he if he engineers another weapons deal for some terrorist outfit that ends up killing uh, dozens or hundreds of Americans, was that worth Brittany Griner? Would you tell that to their families? Would you tell that to the families whose uh, children had their arms and legs amputated out in uh, Africa? There's something really gross about this. Just he, really he, gross. He was in the Soviet military at age 18. Then when the Soviet Union broke apart, he left the military and he moved to the United Arab Emirates and started a cargo company that grew up to a fleet of 60 planes with military supplies of former Soviet states leaking into the black market. His shipping empire delivered guns to rebels, militants, and terrorists around the world. You know, 
So right. that's how he got his start. Russia produces a certain kind of psychotic man, don't you think? <laughs> yes, usually a godless terrorist type. I, right? I, I really, I mean, I mean between, between Putin's crowd and, and the, these Russian military uh, soldiers who are, you know, uh, uh, killing thousands of women and children in Ukraine, I, I just, I don't know. You don't see the Norwegians doing this. It says here they tried to capture him in 1995. The Taliban forced down one of his planes in Afghanistan, but he somehow managed to escape. And, of course, uh, as we mentioned, uh, Merchant of Death, Lord of War, there was a movie with Nicolas Cage that supposedly right. is based on uh, this man's life. Right. He's, he's, he's got these incredible nicknames. He's got Nicolas Cage playing him in a movie. I mean, and, and we trade him for a basketball player. Uh, that's not right. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. All right, coming up after the news at 4 o'clock, we're going to tell you that, uh, well, the California government, of course, has been moving towards uh, communist takeover of private businesses for a long time. That's kind of the way I look at a lot of problems. This week in Sacramento, they've got these hearings about the oil companies and price gouging and the idea of a windfall profits tax. Again, there, that would be them putting a cap on the profits of the oil companies, which, to me, is sort of like price fixing and government takeover. They're trying to do the same thing to the fast food industry. They passed a bill that Gavin Newsom signed, which would set up some sort of a board to take a look at the wages benefits for fast food workers. Again, this could lead to setting wages that the yeah. fast food companies would have to either obey or uh, take their business elsewhere. One by one. This, this is not hyperbole. This is what... They did in the Soviet Union. They you look have, at the poor of California and decide this uh, is how we have to fix it. Or it's like, we're in charge. We're going to have control over everything. Yeah. We're going to have central planning. And so you have commissions and boards that decide, gee, how much profit can a company get? It's up to us. Uh, how well did that work out for the old Soviet Union when they did that? Right. Uh, um, geez, uh, how, how much uh, should employees be paid uh, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a burger joint? Oh, that's up to us, too. All right, well, we'll give you the rundown and the update because the fast food restaurants have struck back by collecting signatures to overturn the law. We'll talk about it after the news at 4 o'clock. There is not much to say today in the story that we will follow until justice is served, John, and that's the death of the four college students in Idaho that were murdered in their beds in their off-campus house. The only development yesterday was that they're looking for a car that may have been in the vicinity mm -hmm. of the home, maybe sometime uh, around the time of the murders, uh, before, after, I don't know. But it's a, it's a white uh, Hyundai. Uh, but the other thing that popped up <laughs> is, is the fact that, uh, you know, people on social media and elsewhere want to solve this crime, right? So apparently people <laughs> have taken to Twitter. You know, almost every story that comes with the words social media in the headline is a stupid story. It is. So some people have taken to Twitter and other social media outlets, and uh, they're going to solve this murder. So it caught the attention of a former FBI agent by the name of Jennifer Coffendaffer. Coffendaffer? Her name is Coffendaffer. It's a great name. Jennifer Coffendaffer. Coffendaffer, yes. <laughs> she, uh, she shared a message that she uh, got on Twitter. And it concerns a man by the name of Jack S. I've come to learn his name is John Jack Showalter. Yeah. Or Showalter. Sure, he's a happy guy today. You may know in the days following the murder, one of the things that popped up was a video. 
And the video was two of the girls who were murdered at a food truck. That was pretty much their last stop before they came back to the house. And they weren't the only people at the food truck, even though it was like one or two in the morning, I forget. There were a number of people, but they apparently struck up a conversation with a man in a hoodie. <laughs> oh, no. A yes. man in a hoodie spoke with college girls uh, that's at a right. food truck. That's right. It turns out that uh, he is uh, John Jack. And um, here's what someone posted on Twitter. Hoodie, Hoodie Jack, they're calling him, is public opinion number one suspect. He was apparently thrown out of a frat house for anger issues, thrown out of a bar that evening for being creepy towards women, and acting really suspicious around the girls who clearly did not want him there. In addition to that, oh, here we go, he's a hunter with a photo resembling a similar knife that was used to murder the girls. What else is kind of funny is he states he drove to a cabin that evening at 3 or 4 a.m. Rumor has it he is now in Africa? It's not looking very good is all I'm saying. Circumstantial evidence at this point, but it's my pre- I'm pretty loud in my opinion. Which if is, I were Jack's family, oh, I'd be asking questions. Boy, that is, but that, that next to last line is the main point. I am loud in my opinion. See, <laughs> now I have the stage. And anything I say, you must pay attention to. Thank you, Mr. Narcissist. Uh, so Jennifer Coffin Daffer responded, summing up proof against Jack S. 2015 photo may be on family vacay in Africa, may have been expelled from a frat, may have been kicked out of a bar, was, quote, creepy at grub truck, not talking to media. If I tried to get someone charged for murder with this, I would have been fired. That was her response. So. Yeah, none of that is evidence of anything. They talked to this guy, as and I recall. Nobody and... even knows if any of that is true. No, I know. It's just a, it's just a crazy claim because the guy was, was wearing a hood. If you're trying to, quote, solve this crime from afar, all you have is that video and a couple of other little pieces of information. Or, so, yeah, you're going to pick out somebody, right? <laughs> or are these just troublemakers? Are these people picking out random characters from the photos or videos and saying, eh? Oh, well, that guy came up quickly. I remember that. They're talking to this guy at that food truck, and he looks yeah. kind of weird with his hoodie. These people, these people should be ignored. They, should. they are absolutely, really just human debris. Just, just garbage people. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. When you have a police department that's incompetent, this is what fills the vacuum. Do you have something on the Weinstein jury? No verdict. No verdict. No oh, they went home. Ver- they went home. I I think that tomorrow is the day. Friday often is because yeah. they don't want to deal with it another deal with it, yeah. another week. Yeah, they got to yeah. get this done before Christmas. Well, I would think so. That's still two weeks away. Or, or what are they? I wonder. Wonder which case they're fighting about, or is it all the cases? I don't know. I wonder if I, they. Uh, well, the New York jury took took a little longer, so we'll see. Maybe there's an anti Newsom guy on the jury. They're probably at 20 hours of deliberation now. The New York jury took 26. Yeah, but that's both of those numbers are too big. <laughs> They're way too big. 46 hours between the two? Really? They're only looking at these four accusers, and maybe they're just not believing them. Somebody, or maybe somebody isn't. Yeah. Because well, one person just wonder, not budging. I, I get, because it's rarely explained afterwards. Like, so who was the pain in the ass juror, and what uh, niggling little problem did they have with the evidence? See, I believe in looking at the big picture. Big picture, Weinstein did this, you know, 500 times in his life. Big picture, he belongs in prison uh, until he dies. Hopefully he'll get uh, bent over and killed in prison. 
not worried about the niggling little bits of evidence that don't add up. You think the other prisoners will be intrigued by where his testicles are? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet you that's going to be a draw. <laughs> a draw. Bet you that, Let uh, me see. Yeah. Do you think he shares a group shower with the other prisoners? I don't, I don't know. He hey, was in prison in New York. They brought him out here for this. So hey, I don't know. look at Harvey. Look what Harvey's got. <laughs> They're in his thighs. What? <laughs> Somebody's probably charging money in the shower. <laughs> Giving away looks at Harvey's thigh. <laughs> Uh, oh, what a fine story you sent to the John and Ken show today, John Cobelt. Watch and cringe. Here's how much invisible toilet water sprays into the air after you flush. Once you see these videos, you're never going to think about a toilet flush the same way again. Oh, I'm not flushing my toilet anymore. I'm Scientists gonna... at the University of Colorado at Boulder did this experiment. I'm going to hire somebody. They. <laughs> oh, you're going to write. Oh, so after you go, you're going to... What if it's got one of those automatic flushers? You better run. Oh, yeah. I'm not going in the... Uh, Some of I'm the not, public restrooms have that automatic thing. Yeah, I'm not going it. to the men's room here anymore. Then yeah. I'm going to hire Ray to flush for me. And I'll think of all the years we were in there when oh, uh, there were God. plumes. I wish, I wish I knew then what I know now. The invisible plume when you flush the bowl is... It contains microscopic particles of pee, poop, and whatever else was in the bowl. Oh, the research team used bright green lasers and cameras to reveal how they were rapidly ejected from a lidless public toilet. Mm-hmm. Uh, lead author John Cromaldi says, if it's something you can't see, it's easy to pretend it does not exist. But once you see these videos, you're never going to think about a toilet flush the same way again. So if you stand over the bowl as you flush and you do the whoosh, you have all this microscopic poo and pee and uh, everything else. And it may not be your own, right? It yeah, depends on what was in there. Flashing on your face. Sure. Sometimes there's a little residue left on the side. Okay, but then if people don't uh, don't flush in, in public restrooms, yeah. then that's going to be, I don't know, that's going to be pretty disgusting. You're going to walk in and you're going to yeah. smell that. And, uh, that's oh, I, I don't use a stall where there's already something in there. I won't. No. Right. So then what are you going to do? What if nobody flushes anymore I, after I, listening to this? I don't flush because I don't want to touch the, the handles. You Okay, well, that's where you, you use a, a piece of toilet paper like I do. I never touch, but, I never touch okay, the flusher. But, if, but now if I do that, I'm going to get a face full of everybody else's Okay, poop. but then I'm saying then what if you don't and then you go, you, you mm. have to go, right? And so nobody flushes, then you're going to go into a stall where somebody's poop and pee is just waiting for you. I'm just not going to eat anymore. <laughs> or drink. There a, or drink, no. <laughs> maybe there's a way... What if you close the lid and then flush? Will that help? I know people that do that. Then you got to touch the lid, though. No, you don't. You use a paper. You use a toilet paper. Yeah. Well, we're in the insane asylum. What? Now. That's oh, what I no. do. She I never walks touch. around with paper towels on her hands all afternoon. I still do that. Yes. Ken. Every door. Every I don't know why you just wear those little disposable gloves and make. It I easier. have those too when I go to the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I put those on. And yet you were homesick a couple of weeks one ago. One day. You know? <laughs> one day. That's more than John and Ken have been home. That's, so. that's right. We don't use any of this stuff. Well, yeah, you just come in sick, John. <laughs> <laughs> he will, yeah. The airborne droplets work. The airborne droplets shoot out at speeds of 6.6 feet per second, reaching 4.9 feet above the toilet within eight seconds. Wow, you've got no chance. The largest droplets settle onto surfaces. Smaller ones... Linger suspended for many minutes. So in the first second, 
the 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 toilet droplets are already above your head. <laughs> They're lighter than they are. They're yeah. just floating around. Oh god. They and, can transport uh, E. coli, C. difficile, noroviruses, adenoviruses. Oh. Now, COVID-19 is present in human poo, but they don't know that it necessarily spreads through toilet aerosols, yeah, so they're well, not saying that. I but, don't. Uh, you want to test that, though? Uh, they, uh, the researcher said, people have long known that toilets do emit aerosols, and we used to call it the plume, right? The plume, yes. But they've never been able to see it, and that's why we did this, so people would have an idea. As the to COVID what, plume. <laughs> and the pathogens can persist in the bowl even for dozens of flushes. Yeah, I know. So it so, would be previous poopers. It's shooting up all, everybody the whole day. Maybe oh. yesterday, too. Yeah. Maybe yesterday, too. I'm going to bring oh. these uh, photos in of the green laser. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I don't see poop, I I, I don't want to Well, it, the... the, the, it, the there's a lot of droplets lit up. That's something. I don't know oh. if it's poop, but yeah, it, some it looks of it like is. a mist, Deborah, like a little rain mist. Oh, it's maybe disgusting. we all just need to wear adult diapers and not ever use. <laughs> oh, not ever use the bowl. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. listen to this. And I'm kidding. Some of the. No, I'm, we never know I'm with you, <laughs> Miss uh, Paper Small, Towel Woman. It says smaller particles not only float in the air for longer, but can escape nose hairs and reach deeper into one's lungs. Oh. Oh, my. You're sucking in like these microscopic... You don't want to uh, inhale somebody's poop. (laughs) Right? You're deep into your lungs. And usually, if I'm wearing that that men's room, when I hear somebody about to flush the toilet, I run out of there. (laughs) Me too. As soon as you hear the shuffling of the feet... Yeah, I don't... Or the the roll... I don't want to hear. The, the I don't want to smell the stank, and I don't want to take in the plumes. I know, but when it's your own, you still are going to get these disgusting. That's my mantra: nose. no stank, no plume. You know, some of the droplets are one millionth of a meter, and they hang in the air for many minutes. So you could walk in, you know, for ten minutes after somebody has uh, done the deed, and you're still in, inhaling this into your lungs. Uh, that's just it. No more, no more bathrooms. That's it. Everybody listening <laughs> is no longer going to flush. I'm just going to go out in the backyard. All right, Johnny Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. 
It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income, you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.